This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now the World Cup is approaching its climax. Uh, final is next Sunday, of course. But before we get to the final, uh, we've got the semi-finals. Argentina will play Croatia. That's uh, on Tuesday night. And on Wednesday night, France will play Morocco. I think we all feel it's been a great tournament and particularly interesting for the performances of lesser nations traditionally in football, uh, such as Japan, Morocco, who are actually in the semi-final, having conceded only one goal, and that that was an own goal. So, and of course, England went out um, last night, and it's a great pleasure to welcome John Giles and Liam Brady again, two of our greatest ever players, two of the greatest ever players anywhere, and of course, two of the great analysts of the game. Uh, Liam, let me start with you about England, England and France. I, I thought, I mean, John has been talking up England all along and has got everything right, including Griezmann. It was a very, very good game, wasn't it, Liam, between two very, very good sides? Yeah, I thought it was the best game of the tournament so far, you know. Yeah. It uh, it uh, w- was going b- both ways, wasn't it? You know, yes. both teams were always in it. You could say both teams were playing well. There was a great contest uh, on the left wing for France, Mbappe against Walker, and you'd have to say Walker did a brilliant job yes, on him, kept him quiet. You know, so that was that was uh, a, a real fascinating watch. That side of things, uh, you know, England started as they have done quite quite often this tournament, a little bit cautiously. Uh, but when they went a goal behind. Uh, they came on strong. Uh, I'd have to say, I thought the referee was very Oh, he was terrible. And by the yeah. way, the, the latest news is people thought he'd be sent home to Brazil, but he's not been sent home. The English referee, in fact, has been sent home and he's stayed. And it isn't inconceivable that as one of the few referees that's there left in the pool, he may get the final, which would be disgraceful. He was well. I thought cool. he got an awful lot wrong, Eamon. You know, he got he got a foul on Saka wrong. He didn't give it. That was you know uh, led up to the French goal. You know, within thirty seconds or a minute, the ball was in the England net. Saka should have had a should have had a free kick. He didn't want to give the penalty on no. on Mason Mount, uh, which was quite obviously uh, a stonewall penalty. So I thought he got an awful lot wrong. In France's favour, I have to say. Yes, uh, and, and I thought England England were a bit unlucky. Um, you know, who would have expected Harry Kane to miss that? You know, if he knocks that 
goal in 2-2. England yeah. were were on top. They were yes. looking good. Um, uh, it was a great game, though, Eamon. And, you know, uh, France are in it. Griezmann, uh, as we've been talking about, John has been raving yes. about him. He put a great ball in for Giroud to get the, to get the winning goal. Uh, a great game. A bit sorry to see England go out the way they did. Yes, I was sorry to see England go out the way they did, and the English were, and 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 here where there's a, a kind of anti-English bias, there's nothing heavy, but even here people were sorry to see them go out. There was an incident, John, a penalty claim in the first half. I I'm certain it was a penalty to England. It was inside the box. There were two fouls in it. The first was outside the box. Second was inside the box. In my view, he didn't give it. Even if it wasn't inside, but certainly on the on the eighteen yard line in the first half, do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, yeah. And, and yeah, did you? Finished. What did you think of that? He he, he didn't get the ball. The defender. He just got Harry Kane. Yeah, it looked like a penalty. I mean, on it, but the, the guy, the referee who does bar, the English guy, yeah, said afterwards, whatever way he came around it, it, it wasn't a, a, a penalty. I yeah. think the, the foul to me. just outside the box. That's John. right. That's the first foul yeah. was yeah. outside I, the box. I think, I think they decided not to give it because of that reason. Right. Okay, just to continue, John, you've been talking <clears throat> up England from the start. I'm sh- sure you will agree with Liam and me that, that w- this was a really good game between two very good sides. Oh, yeah, it was a terrific game, Eamon. And, and when, when you, you certainly, if you, if you were predicting it beforehand, and Harry Kane got a penalty. You put your money on it, you know. You, you put would, your yeah. life on it at that particular time. Yeah. And I think had he scored from that penalty, I think they would have gone on to win it. Yes. Because they were getting they were on on the up and up England at that particular stage. And I mean, it was a it was a bad miss by by um, by Harry Kane. Uh, there's no doubt about that. A lot of pressure uh, on it, John. Particularly. A lot of pressure on it, I mean. With the goalkeeper being. I was just thinking t- afterwards. I was yeah. thinking afterwards, I mean, if if. Sometimes in in a match like that, having the second penalty, could you possibly have somebody else to take a second penalty? Yes, yeah, it's you know interesting. What I mean? Yeah, particularly but, when you know, just to be like, especially at that stage, you know, like this in in, in, in that particular competition, you know, that you have it second, just in case the manager could make the decision, Eamon, you know? The other factor in that equation, well, the goalkeeper from his own club, uh, who he probably has taken hundreds of penalties against in practice maybe, but just on Harry Kane, I'd like to ask you and Liam, He's a great pro. He's, I think he's a really very close to a great player. He will be remembered. Uh, he equaled Wayne Rooney's record of 53 goals for England with his first penalty, actually. He would have yeah. if the second one. He's been a marvellous player, a great leader. He seems like a terrific lad. And this was really tough, wasn't it? This will scar yeah. him. It will scar his memory yeah. for a yeah. long time. Yeah, well, it it it, it happens, Eamon. As you know, like yeah. his penalty taking has been terrific. It happens uh, to, to any player, the best of them. I mean, we had Messi early on getting two penalties, and he, he, yes. no problem knocking away. But you would you would have you'd, you'd have put a lot of money on Harry Kane getting the penalty. I think he's he's been a terrific lad. I think he's got better as he's got older, Eamon. Yes, and if, if, if he's not great. You're not far off it. Right. Liam Messi missed a penalty early on against Chesney. That he's, I think, Polish goalkeeper. So any player can miss a penalty. Just to um, go back a bit, Liam, I thought 
England played very well all along. Now, when France scored their second goal, Giroud's goal, I thought Gareth Southgate made very quick substitutions. One of them was a big mistake, Saka. He took Saka off, and Saka was really doing damage, and he actually won the penalty for Harry Kane, the first one. Uh, to take him off, I think, was was a mistake. He also took Henderson off at the same time. It was a double substitution, and I thought Henderson and Saka were linking up really well. But he, I thought he, he should have let things settle and let England come back the way they had done. Would you agree about Saka, for example? Yeah, well, uh, certainly Sterling coming on didn't help England no. at all, you know. Um, and Saka was was uh, was having an impact down that right-hand side, cutting in on his left, as you say, he got the penalty, Eamon. Uh, he could have left her a bit longer, but when you're in the manager's seat, it's not easy, is it? You no, know, you, no, no. You, you, you say, oh, I need some goals, I need fresh legs and fresh players, and, and, and Sterling can be dangerous on his day, and he put on another... He put on another forward. Uh, I think it was Grealish uh, came on yeah. as well. Uh, he was he was chasing it. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him for that. You no. know, it could have gone his way, as we say. If Harry Kane knocks it in, uh, you know, it's game on again. And uh, well, the the French are are a fine team. You know, the, the Griezmann. The midfield was was a bit better. I thought this time round. Uh, great goal the midfielder got um, uh, Griezmann. Um, again, had an impact. Uh, yes. Not quite as dominant as he has been in other games, but you know the England defence were, were 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 vigilant. They were good, and you know Rice, I thought, had a really good game. In I the thought he was the, the best park. player on the field, Liam. Yeah, I thought he was By really good. He was he was breaking things up and then breaking forward. I, I thought it was a terrific match, and it was a shame to see any of the teams lose, but. Yeah, uh, I just have a bit of a sour taste in my mouth about the referee. I'm just, yes. I don't know. I'm just wondering, do they want um, Mbappe against Messi yes. final? You know what I yes, mean? Yes, I do know what I you mean. Have, yep. I always have suspicions about FIFA. Yep, I really do. And and there's one other factor, John um, and Liam. I put it to both of you. When the VAR decision was being made, they they didn't let us see, as they do in the Premier League and everywhere else and in every other sport, they didn't let the, the spectators and television viewers see what had happened. So it happened in a kind of vacuum. FIFA wouldn't let us see the replay so we could have an opinion on it, which it was a bit sort of, you know, there's something dirty in there. There's, there's no doubt about FIFA and, and dirt. Um, just to go back to England again, again, to both of you, John Bellingham. I think we all agree he's a gifted lad in terms technically and that, but he was a bit lost the other night. And you've been pointing this out from the start that for all the talent that he has, his positional sense is way off and he doesn't appear to know how to get into a game. Yeah, I, I, I do feel that, Eamon. I, what I do say, too, he's very, very young. Yeah, he's only, you know, 19. only 19. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but what, I, what I've seen of him, he, he doesn't have any positional sense. That's, yeah. that's, that's my take on him now. Now, whether he, he gets that as he gets older it remains to be seen because he gets very much ahead of the ball. When he's near the ball, he's very, very good. His control is good. He'll get your goal. He got, but it, 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 if you have the ability... You have to be able to use it. 
Yes. In other words, positional sense gives you an opportunity on, because there's 20, 20 players on the pitch, out pitch, and everybody is, is obviously looking to get the ball. And you have to have positional sense to make the ball come to you rather yeah. than waiting for it to come to you or if yeah. you get in bad positions. Now, whether he learns that or not, because when he gets it, he's very, very good. But you have to get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is a midfield player. He mightn't be, he mightn't be a Modric or that in, in years to come. But he has to learn to get in a positional sense to make the runs at the right time. When I see him playing, most of the time, when England have the ball, he's ahead of the ball. Now, Sometimes that's right, but a lot of times, a lot of times it's wrong. So he's got to learn when is the best time to go forward, when to get back. And that's called positional sense. I don't see that in him at the moment. Yes. Uh, and like the papers have been on about him being this, that, and he's very good. He's a very promising player. What he does, he does very, very well. But he needs to learn to be able to do that, and he has to get that. He has to learn that. Yeah, I mean Liam. British papers now are talking about his fee having gone up by 50 million because of this World Cup he's had. And he started, so he's clearly in the games, so he's clearly impressed Gareth Southgate. Your take on Bellingham, Liam. And the other question I'd link to that is, is knowing how to get into position to receive the ball, how to find those spaces, is that something you learn or is it something innately that you have? Well, it can be coached into you, Eamon, you know. Yeah. I, I remember I remember when I started off playing with John, you know, I was only 18 and John had been, John was 30-odd, you know, and he'd been in the game a lifetime, as is yes. football terms. And he would tell me where to be and where to, where to go. So people, people can coach it into you and you can learn from experience. But John is absolutely spot on, you know. He, he gets far far too quickly he moves forward and he gets in positions where you just can't find him. You know, yes. he's in amongst bodies. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of a free spirit, but, uh, you know, he, he has to learn if he wants to have more influence on the game. And he didn't have a lot of influence on the game against the French, uh, compared to previous games, yeah. uh, in the tournament. And if he wants to learn that, he has to, has to get in, in uh, in areas where he can receive the ball, uh, either by going forward late, yes, um, or, or timing his runs, um, he reminds me going back in the day, I mean, a bit of a Terry McDermott, you know, I Terry McDermott, Terry McDermott. Yeah, yeah, where, Liverpool, where, Liverpool, where yeah. he would burst into the box at the right time. He was brilliant at it, McDermott. Yeah, I think he's going to be one of those midfield players. Yeah, but he's he's not doing it quite right yet, you know. But he's as John said, he's nineteen. Maybe by the time he's 21, he'll, he'll have that ability as well. Time is on his side. Right. Just let, let's return to Mbappe and Kyle Walker. Everyone was saying that uh, it was a big job Kyle Walker had, and, and it undoubtedly uh, was a big job. I thought Kyle Walker had him wrapped up. I thought Mbappe made no contribution to France at all, presented no threat at all. Put that to you, John. Yeah, he didn't have a good game, Eamon. No. Nope. Well, first of all, I'll say in his favour, I don't think he's a left winger. Right. Yeah. I think he's a centre forward. Yeah. And then because you're, they, they have him playing on the left wing, 
And again, he's positioned himself on the left wing. He's not very good, but I don't think he's a natural uh, natural winger. Right. And uh, like Walker is a very difficult player to play against as well. As we know, he's very quick and he's very aggressive. He's a player but we've both been critical of in our time talking while we're watching television matches. But uh, Pep Guardiola has, has, has slowed him down. He doesn't go yeah, charging yeah. forward like a headbanger anymore. He actually plays like a fullback and uses his pace from that position occasionally. Yeah. yeah, I think when I think also when he's playing against Mbappe, I mean, he has to stay back. Yeah, oh, no question. You know what I mean, yeah. like, there's, there's no questions about it. Like quite rightly as well, you can't go running running wild when you've got a player like Mbappe. From Mbappe's point of view, I don't think he's a left winger. I think he's a centre forward. And again, his positional sense left wing is not very good. But Walker did do a good job on him. Yep. There's no doubt about that. Liam Mbappe. Oh, you're very harsh on him, Eamon. You really are. Well, I'm just, just... Well, hold on now. You really got it in for him. I don't know what he's done to you, but you really got it in. I thought he played all right, but I thought Walker kept him under wraps, you know. Yes. He couldn't, he couldn't get past Walker. He couldn't burst past Walker because Walker couldn't match him for pace and for strength and for power. Yeah, but otherwise he contributed to his team, you know. Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't pan him like you're panning him, you know. Well, I'm not panning him. I'm just saying. But you said Walker he didn't make any contribution at all. I didn't think he did on the night. Well, I thought he played all right. You know, he, yeah. he wasn't a star man by any means, but you have to give credit to Walker for right. doing the job he did. Okay, I accept that rebuke. Um, no, <laughs> no, I, I, we're, you know, we all have our views and we'll see how it, it, it pans out because they have a, a big match to come and we'll get to that in a minute. So I think we all agree England were unlucky. It was sad to see it. And I, I hope Gareth Southgate stays, although he is extremely uh, cautious, but I think he, he's really done quite a good job. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's move on to the other game that was fascinating. And this is Morocco and Portugal. John? Yeah. Morocco, they've only conceded one goal in the tournament, and that was a known goal. They beat Belgium 2-0. They beat Portugal 1-0. They beat Spain on penalties. They're a bloody good side. Now, you've been watching them quite a bit. Uh, how difficult will they be for France? I think it'll be very difficult for them, I mean. I think yeah. it'll be very difficult for any team because uh, the, their attitude is great. They work really, really hard. And as most as most good teams do, was like even the other, the other night, I mean, they went down, they were a man down. Yeah. Right? Portugal, you know, are a very, very good team. Uh, they scored an excellent goal. Yeah, and and Nasri scored the goal. He climbed yeah. like a beautiful and, and steered it yeah. into the net. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Well, what I, what I, I noticed with them, I mean, even when they were up against it, when they got the ball, they went for it. Yes, there was no sitting back all the time. In fact, I think it was about what, a few minutes from the end, they got through. They did, on yeah. The goalkeeper. Did, one yeah. on one on the goalkeeper. Yeah, he should have scored. You know, could have, yeah, well, he should have scored. But the fact that they were trying to do that at that particular stage, I mean, you know, what we've seen from most of the vast majority of teams, they sit back and have all the men back and just hope to, hope yes. to win it out, you know? They, they don't do that. I mean, wherever the coach is, he's, he's, he's a, he has to be a brilliant coach to be doing what he's doing with them. Yeah. Which means, in other words, if we would get a goal, if we're a goal in front, it doesn't mean we're going to sit on it. Right. We're going to go at the opposition, go at the opposition when it's right to do so. Yeah. This team, this team will take a bit of beating, Eamon. Yeah, no doubt I, about it. I totally agree. you say so far is fantastic. You know, this is going to be a very, very difficult match. Yeah. There's no doubt about that for France. I totally agree, and and that's a given. I think, Liam, Portugal just beaten Switzerland six one. They really have some outstanding players. Uh, Bernardo Silva. Well, you can go through a whole uh, list of them, and that young lad who came on in, in place of Ronaldo against Switzerland and scored a hat trick. What have you made of what you've seen of Morocco, Liam? Well, just like John, um, a very very impressive. Um, Physical team. They seem to be all big, strong lads. They're very, very organized. Um, uh, they work together. Uh, the lad in front of the back four, Amrabat, uh, yes. the lad with the shaven head, he's been, you know, what a player he looks. You know, he plays yes. for Fiorentina in Italy. Yes. But, you know, he, he, he's, he's all go. He's stopping players. He's breaking, as John says. When they get the ball, they're not frightened to attack. Um, they've got Hakimi, who plays for Paris Saint Germain. He'll be up against Mbappe. That's going to be yes. uh, a fascinating duel again, you know. Yes. Because uh, Hakimi is every bit as fast as Mbappe, a bit like Kyle Walker. So that's going to be really in interesting uh, duel there. And uh, Zayic uh, is a very talented player. They've got him back in the fold. Yes. They seem to have a great team spirit. 
And their, you know, the, their work rate is phenomenal, Eamon. Yeah. You know, it really is. So France, are, without any doubt, are going to have a difficult game. Uh, you've got to give the goalkeeper a mention as well. Bono, he's been yes. very, very good. Yeah. I thought Portugal were a little bit unlucky, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, Bono made some great saves. And then Pepe at the end uh, missed oh, a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed a chance from three yards. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. He could have gone their way. Fernandes hit the crossbar. Portugal didn't get the look right. uh, on on the day, but uh, for all the for all the reasons that John and I have just given there, this is why Morocco are are going to be a really tough opponent for the French. Right now, let's look at the other semi final. John, Argentina, Messi has done the damage against the opposition. The rest of them, well, there's not much that I can say is positive. One of them is actually uh, out of the game because he was sent off or got a second yellow card the other night. A uh, guy who plays on the left side of midfield, wh- whose name I can't remember now, but he's not going to b- make much of a difference. They play Croatia, who, with Modric, you know, at 37, player of the tournament so far, in, in, in uh, I'm sure in all our opinions, but certainly a candidate to be player of the tournament. You could argue that Messi has been the most influential player. What do you make of this match, John? Well, I mean, it's, 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 if they didn't have Messi... They'd have nothing. Like, like most things. I, w- I, I wouldn't fancy them at all. Yeah, right. But he's so good and has been so good. He's scored a few vital goals for them. He's been in the play. Uh, Croatia have Modric. Yes. Who is an absolute... I don't know how to how to talk about him. He's so good. Every time I see him, he gets better. He was absolutely brilliant the other night. Yes. I mean, got on the ball in the right position. Yes. I was talking about positional sense again. You yes. know, if 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 any anybody wants to see anybody with positional sense, watch Modric play. He drifts into positions. He doesn't seem to take much out of himself. Gets on the ball. Always makes the right right decision on the ball. Absolute inspiration for for Croatia. There's yes. no doubt. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Argentina, I, I, I quite agree with you there, Eamon. If it wasn't for Messi, I'd say I'd say very, very ordinary. Yes, going yeah. to be a very, very close game. You know, if Croatia, Croatia don't have that much up front. That's the yes. that's the, 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 the thing. But they 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 come. They don't give much away either. No, a very, very hard match to call. Uh, I'd probably go for Argentina because of Messi. Yes, Liam, Croatia got to the World Cup final last time. And John has been rightly praising Modric so lavishly, really, and des- he deserves it, doesn't he? He's just, an- and he's done it for Real Madrid season after season. I don't know how many Champions League medals he's got, but he is one of the best players we've ever seen, isn't he? Oh, absolutely, I mean, Yeah, if you'd say, if you say who's the best midfield player, you know. He's, he, you've had Messi and Ronaldo as front players yes. or as attacking players, but if you were to say who's been the, mess, the best midfield player over the last ten years, well, he's he's, he's head and shoulders above yes. anybody, you know. Yes. And John John described him brilliantly there, you know how he gets how he gets time and how he gets space just by having that, uh, you know, football intelligence. Yes. The other thing that goes sometimes people forget about is that. He gets the ball back for Croatia as well, Eamon. You yes, know, he, yes. he, he nicks he nicks it uh, in yeah. in situations, or 
he, he intercepts it, he, he, you know, he knows what the other midfield player is going to play it, and he can sometimes move into a position where he can intercept it and get it back for Croatia. So defensively as well, in a midfield position, he's, uh, he's excellent. And he's got two really good teammates in there with him, yeah. Kovacic and Brozovic. Yes. They play really well together. If, I was, if you would ask me who's got the best midfield in the tournament, it has to be Croatia. But yeah. as John pointed out, uh, up front, up front, they're a bit weak. You know, yes. there's no Mandzukic anymore. He no. was a brilliant centre forward for Croatia. Uh, they haven't got him. They've tried a number of players: Kramaric and Petkovic. I think his name is Petkovic. Yeah, the lad who got the goal. They all seem to be big, not very mobile, yes. not very skillful. So that's where you know they've they've had their problems, but. They don't give much away, Eamon. You know, the yeah. goalkeeper has been brilliant. Livakovic, the, yeah. the back four. Have you noticed this guy playing with the face mask, Wardiol? Yes, yes. He's been absolutely brilliant, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's, he comes out with the ball with his left foot and uh, he's making Lovren look uh, a really top player. Yes, yeah, again. Lovren. Yeah. <laughs> Lovren always thought he was a top he was a top player, but this guy's making him look the real deal. And yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> well sometimes it is a partnership that works, you know, whether yeah. you're you're playing up front or you're playing at the back or you're playing in midfield, it's two or three of you together. So, yes. um, you know, Argentina, I, I find them a very unpleasant team to watch apart from Messi. You know, when he gets the ball it's he's lovely. He's always been. He's always been great. Uh, yeah. But the others, you know, they. I heard you they describe. Resort, they, they, they I heard you on Morning game. Ireland. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you. Describing them as thuggish. <laughs> well, they are, aren't they? You I know, think they are. They, yeah. they, you know, I yeah. think every substitute that they put on the other day got a yellow card. Yeah. You know, they, they're the substitutes. <laughs> you know, they come on to do a job on the opposition and foul them persistently. Uh, they feign injury, they waste time, Yeah, uh, they argue with the referee. They nearly caused a riot the other day when that Pazides kicked the ball at the Dutch bench. Yes. Now, I don't, I don't feel sorry for the Dutch because they are, they are, when it comes to football, they think they invented it. They're arrogant, yeah. you know. Yes. Uh, so that, that was a match that was bound to go off. But all through the tournament, I think uh, there's something unpleasant about the Argentinians. Uh, without uh, n- not n- not taking away anything from no, Messi, Messi who's, no. who's had who's had wonderful moments, and his pass for the first goal uh, yes. against the Dutch oh, was sublime. Yes, it was it sublime. Was. Yeah, uh, John, there's a yeah, I'm just to ask a question, yeah. there or yourself. Who's the right back for Croatia? Juranovic. Juranovic. Yes. He plays for he's brilliant, John. Yeah, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's, he's up brilliant. and down. Gets on with the job. Down. He's up and down all the time, John, isn't he? Oh, he goes in the right positions. He goes forward at the right time. He used the ball well. He's great pace. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't know anything about him. I, I thought he's been, every match he's played in. I think he's been exceptionally good. Now, John, you've yeah. got yeah. Uh, you've been brilliant throughout this tournament, and the people, the players, and the countries that you've been most praiseworthy of have done really well. Do you see Argentina winning this game tomorrow night? Against Croatia, I'm not pinning you down for because I think they're both difficult matches to call. I actually, uh, France are hot favourites, Argentina are favourites, but we've we've seen a lot of favourites go under in this tournament. What do you think of Argentina? And factor in the bottle 
they may or may not have. And also, and it's very important, they have a huge amount of Argentinians at the tournament, more than mm. most countries. They have support. The other thing is that for Messi, there's a lot riding on this. He, he's always been second to Maradona in Argentina because Maradona delivered the World Cup, the Jules Rimet trophy. And that means a lot in Argentina. I think it means an awful lot to Messi because there's a feeling he's resented because he hasn't led Argentina to win the World Cup. What do you think of their chances? Yeah, I think they have a good chance, Eamon. He's a great player. He, he, he can live with the pressure. I think the uh, the attitude towards him from anybody, Argentina, and that for yeah. not winning it is very, very unfair. Ah, it is desperate. You know, he hasn't though, got yeah. great players around him. You know, mm. it, it, I yeah. think I think they'll get through. I think they'll beat Croatia. Um, right. I think Croatia don't have enough up front to take advantage of uh, some of the things that Modric does, who's yes. been absolutely carrying them in yeah. in many ways. You know, in yes. many ways. So I think Messi will 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 do enough, and I think he'll have enough around him to right. get through it. And it's worth saying, lads, before they came into the tournament, Argentina had not lost for thirty six games, and they are the current holders of the Copa America. They are two fascinating games, and let's hope. And I just put this to you, Liam, finally, because you brought it up there before. We wouldn't want to see that Brazilian referee in a big game again. Sure, we won't see him in the Argentina match, but he was very, very poor, wasn't he? Yeah, if you judge if you you judge a player by his performances, don't you? Well, he keeps his yeah. place or not? Yeah, should be the same for referees. He had he had a nightmare. Uh, so uh, no, I wouldn't have him in the competition right. uh, anymore. I want, don't want to see him again. And the France, you, you're saying France, Argentina? Are you no, named? I'm not saying anything. I've got so. And you, by the way, I'm very upset with the, the amount of praise that you're giving John, and uh, you know, saying he's getting everything right. Oh no, hold on, <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> I, I, uh, there is no two better observers of this game or analysts of it than both of you. Anywhere, John and I, John and I have in the been world. in agreement from the outset about Griezmann and about yes. Modric and yeah. about all these guys yeah. and you're just not giving me any praise Eamon so I'm well, not going to give you a prediction <laughs> it's a punishment I'm sorry Liam because my respect and affection for you could not be higher uh, and um, <laughs> I think that I'm looking forward to seeing you back on the television and uh, I look forward to talking to both of you uh, later on the week I hope on Thursday to preview the final. And the next time I see you, Liam, uh, next time it's a pleasure for seeing you, I'll buy you some nice drink to make up for my... Uh, oh, sin, it's the sin of omission. Uh, <laughs> John, y y you've made him jealous. <laughs> Are you Sorry there, John? about that, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's always a joy to talk to you, whether it's about football or anything else. That's John Giles and Liam Brady, two of the very greatest players in the history of football anywhere in the world, and we're lucky enough that they were Irish. I'm grateful to both of the lads, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.